Maybe this page is fine. It's good for. I don't know. Let me use a pen. It's good. It's good for God to give you a promise. So as a child. It's good. We are praying so I not started the message. It's good for God to give you what? A promise. But let me tell you something. When God gives you a promise, let's pray for you. I say the Holy Spirit is just flowing as the Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Spirit of God, we magnify your name. We thank you this morning. We thank you for such a gathering. Holy Spirit, we, we thank you for bringing us together as vessels as we are about to discuss your word. We pray, touch our hearts, including me, the, the vessel that you are using, Father. May I not be just a speaker of the word, but may I also be a doer of the word. Father, I pray that touch your people's heart. Open their heart just as you open the heart of Lydia for him to receive Paul. I pray that, oh Lord, open their heart and let your words of seeds be inside them and grow and be fruitful in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Amen. What I'm trying to say is that it's good for God to give you a promise. God is always giving promise. The dealings of God are full of promise. I get it. But God who gave you the promise is greater than his promise. Many a times, many human beings or one thing I've realized under the sun that make people lose track with God is because when God gives them the promise, they focus on the promise and they leave God. Yes. If God says you be an apostle of love, it's good to desire that, to be an apostle of love. But the truth of the matter is, God has something bigger, greater than you becoming an apostle of love. That's the reason why I say that when people ask me who I am, and I, right now, I will tell people that I am who Jesus said I am. Because at first, when people say, what is your calling? I say, apostle. Simple. Because I love the title. It is a promise. But God, because God is the career of the promise. God is the manifester of the promise. If God say he has promised you and God himself decide that he will not manifest, you cannot fight him. Because he is the one who manifests the promise. When God gives you a promise, it doesn't mean that you will manifest the promise. There are many people whom God said they will, they will become doctors through prophecy. And they focus on the doct- doctrine, like being a doctor, in such a way that they don't even have time to pray. They don't even have time to read the Bible. They don't have time for God. And later on, they die without becoming a doctor. Many people, you see, it's true. You see, 
it has made me very careful. You see, sometimes I can know, I can, I don't know me by the grace of God, by the love, uh, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the koinonia of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Nowadays, you know, I don't struggle to give prophecy. The, the reason why I'm saying that is by this trinity, they have made me so sharp in the spirit that immediately when I see you, by the grace of God, I can discern what you are thinking. And it will be a prophecy to you. I can even discern your motive. I can even discern your agenda. I can even discern your current affairs. You see, yesterday as I was giving you fire, it was the Holy Spirit who said I should give you the fire. Because, you see, as I was there, so I, I went out, I told my wife, So, as I'm saying, what was I saying? <laughs> yes, current affairs. So, I'm using yours as an example. Let me tell you something. It is time, Buddha, that when you are talking, you need to talk practical. Don't talk theories. You see, the reason why Africans are poor because we like political statements. God is not a God of politician. He's a God of practical ways. That's all. If you are, if you, if you are someone who doesn't believe in practice, so that's the reason why I see God as the best scientist ever in this life because He deals with practicals. So if you are not ready to walk with God in a practical way, you will never see his manifestation. Are you getting it? So sometimes when I see someone's behavior, because yet as I was saying, as I moved them, as I was going to buy the credit, the Holy Spirit was telling me, see this guy, because he said he was a channel. See now he has relaxed. He's doing this, he said he blast him. Tell me naturally, I'm not the type like that too. Naturally, you will be a pen one but through experiences of life you see sometimes eh, if, let me tell you something when God tells you to do something and you don't do it in order for people to accept you you know what you do he will take you to experience it <laughs> yes. because I realized that when I was in grace life if someone will tell me the truth that God is saying move out, I will not move. So God said, then taste the practical suffering. <laughs> so that when you come out, it will not, and you see, when God takes you through the thing, He is not taking you through to destroy you, to make you. 
That's what. That's what. You see, the best Bible, the best Bible's tutor to ever work with is the Holy Spirit. Those those Bible schools, as now nowadays the Bible schools they have made it like a normal university thing, whereby people go, anyone can just go, whether you are called, whether you are serious, and people will come out and just be uh, messing people up. People will just mess people up for the sake of money. People will just mess people up, sleeping with people. You are not serious. Yes. So I've realized that the calling of God upon my life is something if I have not done it, I will have lost my life. Tell me. Yes. Because all what I'm going through, God is making me to taste glory. You don't know. They are all tasting of glory. And when you taste glory, and you think that you want to return, the devil will kill you. Simple. Because as, even as right now as I am, the devil wish I should come back so that he will kill me. Yes. So as you see me sitting here, it's not like we, our life is better than someone who, we are living by the mercies and the protection of God. So if the mercy and the protection of God leaves you, you will die before your time. The devil is serious working. He is killing people. Those whom this virus is attacking, you are not better than them. Some of them even are richer than you. Some of them are even educated than you. But they are dying. For them to also to understand that when it comes about Satan stealing and killing and destroying you, he doesn't care your age. He doesn't care your riches. Death doesn't know anything. The only thing that he knows is that he'll come to take him. That's the language. So you need to be extra careful. And let me tell you something. If you think that the battle is finished, let me say, and Joshua made war long time with the kings. You see, the higher you go, and sometimes you may see Bishop Dag, you think that he has breaking through, it's okay. You don't know the battles he's going through. Every level of your life uh, determines the battle that you face. That's life. So when people, when, when I see people and they make, they behave like everything is okay, I see jokers. I see jokers messing up with a serious devil. <laughs> yes. The devil has not given up. You see, even when Jesus was even working on the earth, the Bible says that he left Jesus, God, for a season. <laughs> and later he came back and killed him. Job, eh? Many people read only Job chapter 1. But they don't read chapter 2. <laughs> when you read chapter 2, you see that 
when Job came to God and he said that God was saying, Why are you moving? So I'm moving to and through the earth, something, something, all the story. Then God said, My Job is a good servant. He's the the Nakopo Rapo Job life Musa. Now, some say, Opa, he had in the funerals in a shady. So, on Kesua. No, say, okay, call Nemo and found Zayade. Then the devil started destroying everything that you have. He killed them. There's the seven sons and the three daughters. Chapter two. Now, we read chapter two. Chapter two. Now, the sons of God, which means the angels, the category of there are angels called the sons of God. Uh, that's why uh, the word. Michael means son of God. So Michael is the head of the sons of God. Then we have Gabriel. Gabriel means man of God. So that's the reason why Gabriel always worked with people, especially a true man of God. You can easily encounter Gabriel because he comes with information. And Lucifer means son of the morning. So there are angels called the sons of the morning. Categories of angels. Heaven is sweet. Are you getting it? So these sons of God came in the garden, and God came, and they, and Satan came. Say, where, where are you going? Say, I'm moving to and fro. And he came again. And he said, Have you seen still my servant? I God was just. Still rapping. So we see my servant Job is very faithful. So okay, if you like, touch his body. That's why the devil said, if you like, touch his body, you curse you. Then God said, okay, I permit you go. So that is where Job moved from zero to Nkunku. <laughs> then it came to a point that Job, the devil was able to manipulate the wife. That the wife said to Job, curse God and die. Curse God and die. Curse God and die. You see, I'm telling you, after, you see, when throughout the Bible, when you, when, when you, when you exempt the agony of Jesus Christ, the next agony is Job. Job was a contemporary of Jesus Christ, someone who is trying because you see, when Jesus died, he resurrected, and he, the Bible said that his name is mentioned above every other name under the earth on the earth surface above the earth. So, when Job also was able to stand in the trials and the torments and the persecutions of life, Job got a double portion. He, 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 he gave birth to another seven sons. <laughs> Amazing. He gave birth to another seven sons and three what daughters. And God blessed Job in such a way that, you see, let me tell you something. Job life, eh? his friends even came talking rubbish. In such a way that God said that these people, are, when God, you see, God was not talking. Until Job 40 something, verse chapter 40 something. That is where God started talking. Then God said to the people that they should go to Job 
for Job to pray for them. So have you seen? By Job becoming faithful, even into his time of boys, he became an intercessor for the people. God, the people, Job never cares God, and the people cares God. They cares God. They were saying rubbish things, and God came into the scene and said, "Now I've come." It's time to restore you and you people you have said wrong to me. I will not listen to anyone except you go and do pray for you. Yes. So you see, I don't know. Yesterday, uh, from yesterday, you see, when the Holy Spirit said, learn about Jacob, uh, this man Joshua. I went there to a time. You see, sometimes man, some some of you don't understand. When God said that, go and read this scripture. Sometimes man, he doesn't want you to read everything. He just wants your obedience. You see, when God told Abraham, go and kill Isaac, <laughs> it's not like Abraham should kill Isaac. He wants just the obedience of Isaac, uh, Abraham. So, as Abraham obeyed God, and when he took the knife, the angel came and said, no, stop. So, I've realized that even those books in the Bible that when the Holy Spirit says read, I don't finish. And you tell me, go and read another talk. So right now, the Holy Spirit said, go to Job. So I'm going to study Job. Even judges, he said, I should read it. I read about, I get, as I was going, I was friend, I was going, uh, reading about Debo, uh, Deborah. And yes, the appetite just left. Are you getting it? God wants obedience. You see, let me tell you something. In this life, if you think that you can finish on your own, you are under a strong delusion. Go and ask Adam. He couldn't finish on his own. When God tells you something, don't think that you can finish on your own. When God tells you something, humble yourself and let the same God finish. Tell him. Yes. Yes. When God says something, See, don't see, that's the reason why I'm here. Me, the reason why you see me every day reading the Bible, the reason why you see me every day reading a book, the reason why you see me every day praying like never before is because I always have a sense in my life that I'm not okay and I'm not complete. God doesn't work with people who are okay. Because a true complete being is someone who goes to heaven. And Jesus said, Good and faithful servants. You see, sometimes many people think that when they say good and faithful servants, it's only the apostles and the prophets and the pastors and the teachers and those who say that. Let me tell you something. If God tells you that you, Nielsen, your mission on this earth, is that get money go and give it to rich men or go and give it to uh, preachers and you don't do it <laughs> when you go god will say wicked servants remove him to the fire serious so people don't know that when you talk about ministry it's not about the one who is standing on, on who is just holding mic and preaching yes yes it's not about that Ministry is a lot. Ministry is like a government. 
You see, people respect when uh, you become a president, minister of finance, minister of this, minister of... Let me tell you, the same thing when you go to the kingdom of darkness. The devil, he has the one who looks after his money, mammon. He has the one who looks after uh, blood, visible. He, yeah, squad, I can mention names. They, they were all fallen angels. The devil has a government. Now, yes, I'm not saying it to frighten you. I'm telling you realities. The devil has a government. That's why he told Jesus, kingdoms, I will give it to you. He has government. In the sea, he, have, uh, he has a governor there. Laviathan. He has choir in all sections. United denomination of darkness. <laughs> and you are sitting there, you are in a furikuru, and you are, God is saying, go and pray to this one, but you don't want to preach. You are not serious. <laughs> you are not serious. So, you see, if you want to fight with a, 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 a president, hey, can you, it's not easy to fight with a kufalu. It's not easy, because the whole Ghana will fight you. So the same thing, it's not easy to just fight the devil. The whole kingdom of darkness will fight you. So that's the same, you see, that's the, the devil, eh? he look into, that's the same way, you, it's, even God himself, it's not easy to fight him. The whole government of heaven will fight you. So that's the same way, that's the knowledge Bishop Dan had. That's why he has built uh, United Denomination. <laughs> He said to me that if you try one, <laughs> all of them will fight you, you run away. So let me tell you something. Bishop Dark is like it's like a nation. Lighthouse now is like a nation. <laughs> With one president. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. So in this life then, it's very far. Life is very far. Life is very fast. Me, I, me, when I'm there, I think five years, four years, eight years, ten years. That's how I think. I don't think current affairs. I'm not a current affairs. I, I think future. That's it. So that's the reason why sometimes God can make me perceive. Sometimes your action is even a message. Today, the Holy Spirit wanted me, wanted me to open your eyes. Today, I'm not starting the message. I'm coming to open your eyes to something. We are going to enter into another dimension of science. Eh? You will be shocked about the Holy Spirit. And I believe from today, you know, if you respect biology, you respect the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So that was just by the way. I just want you to draw your appetite so that we flow into the spirit way. Amen. Amen. This morning, what we are going to search, uh, we are going to study, is uh, the message is entitled "The Spiritual Productivity." Spiritual, the spiritual productivity of humans are in the sperm and the womb. The spiritual productivity of humans are in the spare and the womb. 
the spiritual productivity. This one, we next week we go to part two. The following we go to part three. Wow. Because I want to, I want to kill something. I want to kill something. The spiritual productivity of humans. You see. Before I continue, oh, so thank you. We'll read Genesis chapter 26, verse number 28, because of time, and we we'll read some scriptures. So I just want to jump to chapter 1, verse number 26 to 28. The Bible said that, and God said, Let us create man in our own image. And the Bible said, In the image of God, He created them what? Made, uh, male and female. He created He them. Are you getting it? So which means that man and woman or male and female, which is the agenda, which is the gender, as I was saying, that in the realm of the spirit, another when you say male, it means the logic and the planning side of God. And when you say female, it means the emotional and the compassion side of God. Which science are saying gender, male and female concept. Are you getting it? So God created man in his image. So which means that man is a spirit just like God. And God command uh, what? He command things from the spirit into the natural. Are you getting it? You see, man was created by the rest God commanded. So God commanded everything into being. Now I'm, I'm believing God. I'll talk about the pre-Adamic world. Those things that God commanded, they were there. They were already there. And the one who was the gardener is Lucifer. <laughs> you are come there. Was Lucifer. Are you getting it? So the Bible, let me tell you something. The Bible didn't start from Genesis chapter 1. The Bible started from something that Moses didn't write. <laughs> you are come there. That one there is, you call it the pre-Adamic age. Before Adam, what happened? So the first Adam, huh? the first one to act up, a gardener like Adam, was Lucifer himself. He was the high priest, he was a preacher, he was a singer, a worshiper, everything. He was, he was the one God was using to build the new Jerusalem. So when you read it, when you read Ezekiel, you see that the nine stones, which is the symbol, eh, symbol of the 12 tribes of Israel. See, the 12 tribes of Israel is what? 12 stones. So God wanted to build the new Jerusalem, which Revelation talks about, which is built on what? 12 stones. And Lucifer got only nine stones. And he, he lost three. The three, one stone represents taking the burden. So Lucifer can never take your burden. So those who go to Juju for burden, you are disgracing yourself. He's not a burden taker. Jesus is the only one who can take your burden. Because he has the 12 stones. Why? Because he chose 12 apostles. Wow. Are you getting it? So Lucifer cannot take your burden. And another stone that he, he lose was uh, the royal seed. There's nothing royalty with the devil. Jesus is a royal boy. A king of kings and the lord of lords. Royal. 
Yes. And the another seed that the devil couldn't take hold is to endure to the end. The devil doesn't have endurance. That's why he left. He he flew from heaven. So these three stones he messed it, and he became a devil. And Jesus has these twelve stones because when you read about the, the new Jerusalem, the new heaven that is coming, you see, eh, you see that Jesus had the twelve stones. How? Because the walls were built by the apostles, the twelve apostles of the Lamb. So Jesus was he chose Peter. Not because Peter wanted to be chosen. He chose Peter because Peter had the lineage connected to one of the twelve tribes of what? Israel. <laughs> yes. That's why I say Simon Bajona, which means son of Jonah. We will go there. So when God commanded, he made permission, everything that he had is there to come back again. Then he said man should rule right. But God saw that man is a spirit and he cannot rule the natural realm. So he had to form a man in a body. So man was taken, the spirit was put into the dust and he became a living soul. A living soul is your mind. You see, the link between the spirit and the body is your mind. That bet a soul. Are you getting it? So soul is the interconnection for the spirit and the body to walk in one and do the will of God. Because a dead body cannot do something for God. The same thing, a spirit cannot do anything on this earth for God. So God had to use what? A soul. So when he was bringing the spirit into the body, he breathed mind into the body and became what? A living soul. That is the workings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So the Bible said when he created man, as he created and formed man and man, he put man in the garden. And God saw that for his work to prolong. You see, I'm coming from I said that the spiritual product, productivity of humans are in the spirit and the womb. <laughs> so God. When he saw that he had to prolong what he's doing, he had to prolong all the things that he's doing. Then he said, Okay, now I form a man. Now let me form a womb. So the woman which carries the womb, the helper, you see, let me tell you something. Every builder carries a seed. Are you getting it? And a spare. Is what a seed. You see, the, the things that people scientists say sperm, sperm, it is a spirit. <laughs> it is what we call the blood of man. And inside the blood, there is what a voice. <laughs> and a voice do what speaks. So the sperm inside you speaks because God has put in all his voices into man and he become what? a voice so the voice of God is a seed so your spirit is what? a voice 
from today, be very careful. So be very careful. Yes. Then God saw that for this seed, which is spirit inside a man, to metamorphose means to change to become a body like this. Then he needs a womb. So what is also in a woman? Huh? The womb of a woman is also a spirit. And it also has what? It's full of blood. That's the reason why they menstruate. Blood. Blood has a voice. So it's full of what? Blood. Are you getting it? So when your voice and the voice of the woman comes together, it changes for the spiritual productivity. So when you see, that's why he told Jeremiah that before your mother gave birth to you, I know you. So women are not, they were not just, just to just keep Adam companion. <laughs> God want to do what we call spiritual production, spiritual productivity of man. So because God want to do that, he put his voice in a man to be a sin and he put his voice in a woman to be a woman that they come together and they form so let me tell you something let me tell you something when let me use our baby as an example the baby that god gave it to us he was already in heaven so when god was about to call him into an assignment he saw that this one is my servant like this one want to follow my purpose this one likes my work this man he likes my work this woman he likes my work so let me put the baby eh? when 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 the voice my voice in this one and my voice in this one come together they will form 